I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, but it's the same as us. Like, we all hate our jobs. We wish we were good at football, but we're not. I love being unemployed, mate. Yeah, well, yeah, you love wank. Yeah, you love wanking. <laughs> Wanking's your profession. <laughs> We've been through this before, Vinny. Wanking's not a job. <laughs> Doesn't matter how hard you try to push your OnlyFans, Vinny. No one's going to subscribe. Yeah, so OnlyFans in the in the description below. My uh, link. Uh, get five percent off feet pics <laughs> for this month alone. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Goats. Before we start, let's get the boring bits out of the way. Please go and check out the Instagram and give that a follow and like all of the amazing pictures made by probably the most creative human being who's ever been born. Make sure that you follow us as well on your podcast player of choice and give us a cheeky five-star review. Pow! And if you're feeling really spicy and really spontaneous, go and check out our Patreon and you can get some exclusive lovely content from us. But anyway, I've bored you all to death, so let's hear about something exciting. And these two delinquents to my left and my right, Sebek and Vinek, how are you both doing? I'm bloody good, mate. I'm bloody good. Yeah, (laughs) Sebek, uh, you're not in the usual spot that you're you normally recording. What's what's going on there? That's true. In a slightly what? different blurry room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, as as the observant human have noticed, the room is blurry but in a different blur. Um, yeah, I am in the United States of America. America fuck yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Um, it's a bit crazy, but yeah, we're in California. And it's sort of everything I thought it would be, but also not mm. what I thought it would be. It's really nice. I think we're right. having a much better time than we expected. Not that we didn't think we'd have a good time, but I think we thought there'd be some like cultural things we wouldn't like. But actually, we're having a really nice time. Everyone's been lovely. Uh, nice. Highlights so far. One, we accidentally tried to drive into a US Air Force base where they do NASA research. Because um, we thought it was oh a museum, Lord. and they said, "No, you can't come in." And we were like, "Oh, cool! Is said, there... This is where we keep the aliens. Fuck off!" <laughs> Pretty much, like we just walked up, and there was a woman with a gun, and we were like, "Oh, can we come in?" And we heard there's a museum in here, and she was like, "There's not a museum in here." And we were like, "Oh, what's in here?" And she was like, "This is a U.S. National Air Force base." And then we were like, "Oh," she was like, "Yeah, we do flight testing here, so no one's supposed to be near here. You're not even supposed to be seeing this." And we were like. Right. Okay. Well, we're just going to turn around and uh, head off. <laughs> and then the next day, we got up, and you know, there's some really big trees, the giant redwoods. Oh yeah, redwoods, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So we went to the national park, Sagoya National Park, that they're in, and um, we're driving along. And I don't know if you guys know, I didn't know, but it's been quite rainy here in California. It's been surprisingly rainy. It's like the rainiest it's been for thirty years or whatever. Right. We were just driving about and we were like, God, it is quiet here actually up in Sagoya National Park. There's barely anyone here. We're driving, we're driving, we're driving. We come to like a, we're, we're about 10 miles from the big trees. We haven't seen anyone in about an hour. And there's a mm. big road closed sign and we're like, ah, whatever. 
So we pull the car up and I'm like, right, we're not going to drive past the road close sign in case we get told off. But what we'll do is we'll park the car and we'll just walk to see what's up there. Because mm. if it's just like some shit in the road, we've got a four by four, we can just go over it, it'll be fine. So we walk up and uh, it's quite bad. Like a big bit of the road's washed away and we're like, oh, pff, probably can't do this. Keep walking. Then we, we meet some guys in some um, some like construction vehicle or some diggers and that. And we're like, you're right, guys. Um, any chance we can get up and see them big trees? And he's like, no, it's quite bad, you know. And we're like, oh, is it? Yeah, whatever. And we're just like, oh, we'll just go around the, another way or whatever. And he's like, um, mm. if you just drive back down that way, there's a little little bar and they'll just explain what's going on. And we were like, oh, great, whatever, great. And I, I was like, oh, she'll just tell us a different route or something else we can do. So I walk into this bar with my map. And um, and what actually happened is, and I didn't know this until she explained, is I walked into a disaster relief shelter and asked the woman running it if there was anything to do around here. <laughs> Socks and sandals looking like a true, uh, a bit, yeah. bit of uh, sun cream on your nose as well. Yeah, so <laughs> it turns out... Sequoia National Park had been evacuated uh, thanks to the natural disaster that had happened. We didn't know. And then I just walked up Sweet. into this tiny little bar that had like, a, I was like, God, it's busy in here, actually. Um, and it turns <laughs> yeah. out everyone was sheltering in there because their homes had been washed away. And I was just like, oh is there God. anything to do around here? Is there much going on? Is there like any tourist attractions? Yeah. And she was like, have you not Pollen. read? She was like, have you not read the news? And we were like, no. She was like, you're in a natural disaster zone. And we were like, oh. And then we just left. And then we just went back. It's fine. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Turns out there wasn't much to do. But yeah, that's about it. How about you, Vinny? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, not much to report on being unemployed. Uh, but my mum came up to see me this, this afternoon. It was really nice. Went out for lunch. You, went to a museum. You come with a big file of job applications ready for you to put your name on. No, but she did pay for lunch, which I was eternally grateful <laughs> for. Oh, um, but yeah, oh, what yeah. about you, Mork? Um, no idea. I actually have no idea what I've done in, in the last week. Scored a screamer last night with my new pink boots. Nice. And then nice. that's it. Cool. That's all I've done is just work try and edit this episode and score and screamers. screamers with your boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um cool. should we get into it? Yes. Yeah. I don't see why Let's not. Let's go. Talking about scoring screamers. See what I did there? Wait. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's done it there? again. He's done <laughs> it again. <laughs> Football is the most popular sport in the world no matter how much Seb's new friends might tell you differently. Because, for example, the Super Bowl is watched by roughly 113 million people, whereas the World Cup final is watched by around a billion people, ten times that of the Super Bowl and one-eighth of the population of the entire world. Football is something dear to a lot of people, as it is a passion Football is something that is dear to a lot of people, and it is an absolute passion, especially for us three. But football is for everyone. One of the most diverse and inclusive sports in the world, it doesn't matter what creed, colour or background you have. If you're an absolute baller, then you can make it as far as anyone else. However, when we talk about football, we are primarily referring to the men's game. And as I said, football is for everyone. So this week we are going to show our appreciation to the ladies. Women's football, especially in this country, has grown massively over the last five years. And obviously it's got a lot further to go. However, the growth of the sport has got very little to do with the players themselves and the ability which they show on the pitch. Despite the challenges that the sport faces to get the recognition it deserves, the girls have the skills and they certainly deserve more recognition. And that is exactly what we're going to be doing today. We are going to be analysing the raw talent, skills and abilities of these women and crowning the greatest woman footballer of all time. And it's over to you two 
to tell me who that is. Who wants to go first? Me, 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 me. Okay, Vinay. Also, it's brave of Seb to allow us to do this football episode. Maybe that's yes. why I'm hosting and not him. Yes. Because... <laughs> and he's football... not editing either. <laughs> yeah, and he's not editing either. Football round one was, uh, I think, Seb's least favourite thing he's ever had to do in his entire life, would you Genuinely, say? Genuinely, yes. I hated that. <laughs> well, <laughs> round two, boys. We're into extra time. So, Vinny, you said you're going to go first. Round three. Yeah, we did the World Cup, remember? This is the third football yeah. episode. Oh. <laughs> you might as well just be a football podcast <laughs> at this point. Yes! <laughs> no! No! Right. <laughs> Seb would hate that. <laughs> yes, he would. But we would love it. So, love it. Vinny, you're going first, are you? I'm ready. Go on then. With over 280 goals in nearly 400 club appearances... She's won seven out of a possible nine Swedish League championships with three different teams. She was the first footballer of any gender to score in five separate World Cups, scoring a World Cup record of 17 goals over the years, and she's been named FIFA World Player of the Year six times. She's even her national team's all-time top goal scorer with 115 goals, over 174 appearances, and that includes the men's team as well. She dawns the number 10 shirt for Brazil and has often been compared to the original goat of men's football, Pelé, with Pelé himself agreeing with this assessment. Of course, I'm talking about the absolute, definitively greatest of all time of women's football, Marta Vieira da Silva, or just Marta for short. Whilst saying that, I was like half kind of like, should I say a joke about it? Just be, I was picked like Messi in a wig. <laughs> Messi in a wig. <laughs> yeah, I was like, should I try that? And I was like, nah. nah. I think that would defeat the object of us trying to shed some light on the women's game if it's just Messi in a wig. <laughs> Messi in a wig. <laughs> uh, anyway, so who is this Marta character? Well, I'm glad I asked. Hailing from Alagoas, Brazil, she broke into the senior national team at just age 16 and was already in their starting lineup the following year during the 2003 FIFA World Cup. And despite being knocked out by eventual runners-up Sweden in the quarterfinals, Marta had scored three goals for her nation and was also included in that edition's all-star team at just at the age of 17. It's very Pele. Yeah, it's it is very, very Pele, Pele, isn't it? It's very Brazil as well. Like, Brazil just trusts their youngsters so much more than other nations. Yeah, I feel. definitely. I feel like Brazil, you just have to, like, have a bit of something and they're like, yeah, just go for it, mate. Like, even, like, now with, like, Vinicius Jr. and people like that, like, they're, like, making massive appearances for their for their international mm, teams in yeah. a way that they're just not in the UK at all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We can't stop Gareth Southgate picking, like... Harry Maguire will get picked until he's fucking 50, won't it? Let's be honest. I'm honestly, I'm genuinely surprised he didn't pick Theo Walcott. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely. Oh, God, that's good. So Marta played in the classic number 10 role at this point, staying behind the striker and using her brilliant pace, her dribbling skills and passing ability to help unlock and demolish defences. Not only was she fantastically gifted in this playmaking role, being the core of Brazil's attack, but she also possesses the ability to score some of the most awe-inspiring goals from distance or within the box. She has it all. And much like the other classic number 10s over the years in the men's side of the game, like Diego Maradona, Lionel Messi, Zinedine Zidane, Ronaldinho, and of course Pele himself, she captivates audiences with her exceptional flair and was as entertaining to watch as she was ruthless to play against. Unfortunately, the one thing that's missing in Marta's trophy case is a world trophy for Brazil. Really? Yeah, although she is still somehow playing for her country at age 37, I did have to look that up. She actually hasn't retired yet. She's still playing for Brazil at 37. Fucking bonkers. Yeah. Um, the most she's ever achieved are two silver medals 
uh, in the 2004 and 2008 Olympics and a runners-up medal in the 2007 World Cup. I did find out like mm. afterwards that she's with Brazil. She's won like a bunch of the uh, South American Cup, but it never yeah. a World Cup, never an Olympics uh, Olympic gold really? medal. Have Brazil never won the World Cup then? No, in the no, women's in, side, never won it. Never, never won it. Basically, half my script is is describing exactly why she hasn't won the World Cup with Brazil. So I will get. <laughs> okay. all she's done of everything this. else. I'll get <laughs> all of this. Right. Nice. But yeah. So this. Obviously, it seems unbelievable at first. I mean, I'm saying that this is unquestionably the greatest uh, mm. women to ever play football. And she's even played with other greats on the Brazilian national team, such as the prolific goal scorer, Christiane. But the question is less so, how has Marta failed Brazil? And more so, how has Brazil failed Marta? Mm. For Brazilians, football is practically a religion. If you remember in the World Cup episode, I talked mm. about when Brazil lost the 1950 Men's World Cup final, several Brazilian spectators allegedly took their lives right then and there in the stadium. It's that important to them. Madness. Brazil does pump a shitload of money and a shitload of attention into football and especially their national team. But the problem is they only do it with the men's national team and the men's mm. uh, club side of things. There is very little to no interest in women's football or women's sport as a whole there. During the early 20th century, women's football was on the rise. But in 1941, Brazilian dictator Getulio Vargas put a ban on women and girls playing football, even just for fun, even just recreationally. Mad, isn't it? And while the ban was finally lifted in 1979, the misogyny underpinning it persisted. Brazil didn't give Marta and many other girls any sort of path to professional football, so Marta had to find her own path. She would craft her own footballs out of old grocery bags and even pretended to be a boy just so that she could join the local boys' junior team. She became an icon in spite of, not because of her Brazilian upbringing. Yeah, it's just That's like that movie. Um, what is that movie again? It's with Amanda Bynes. Oh. She's the man. She's it... the man. She's That's the man. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> at the end, she like gets, did she like pull her top up or something? And then like the bloke pulls his trousers down or something? Funny like that. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. Channing Tatum as well. Is mm. a, a the love interest, which is really yeah. weird, yeah, because he's like sixteen or something. It's like maybe it's like even his first movie, yeah, yeah. He's like completely unrecognizable. It just looks like a, you know, in those like teen movies where they're kind of like a spotty teen, men to be like attractive, but they're clearly like barely hit puberty. Yeah, that's Channing Tatum in that movie. It's interesting. Well, even during the nineteen ninety nine World Cup, where Brazil had finished third. The team barely got paid anything and none of the games were even televised back home in Brazil. Just imagine that. Your yeah. national team coming third, doing that well in the mm. World Fucking Cup and none of it's even televised. Yeah, it's piss take, isn't it, really? Absolute piss take. And as much as Marta has spent her time honing her skills and showing them off on the big stage... She and her fellow Brazilian teammates would spend their entire careers protesting for more preparation and more funds for the women's national team. During the 2015 World Cup, a Brazilian women's football executive... This is how fucking bad it is. A Brazilian women's football executive. So this guy is big fella in women's football in Brazil. Yeah. He was... Less interested in Marta leading her team to the top of the group once again than he was with the women wearing makeup and short shorts, as he was quoted as saying, makeup and short shorts are improving women's football. For Christ's sake. What a fucking wally. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Really? <sighs> He's a classic sleazy piece of shit, isn't he? He's like a movie villain at that point. Well, didn't Seb Blatter say something really similar? Seb Blatter, he was like, he said the only, the, the only way to improve viewing figures for women's footballs to get shorter shorts. 
He was like the FIFA yeah, president. I, I don't I, doubt I, that he said some shit like that. that. Yeah. He's an absolute knobhead. Yeah. Even after decades of protesting, there is still barely any infrastructure or budget for women's football from the grassroots all the way to the top professional level in Brazil. However, it seemed like it was finally starting to get better when Emily Lima was appointed as Brazil's first ever female head coach in 2016. But just a year later, Emily was sacked, and in her place, the horrifically unimaginative and terrible coach, Vidal, was rehired. This sparked more outrage amongst the team, and even led to some of the starting eleven quitting international football in protest, including the legendary goalscorer, Christian. Christian. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. Christian. <laughs> Christian. Christinho. <laughs> Christinho. Cristiano Ronaldo in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> After Brazil's defeat at the hands of France in the 2019 World Cup, Marta took to the microphone in a post-match interview and made an impassioned speech with tears in her eyes and fire on her tongue, asking all of the girls and women of Brazil to demand more and fight the system that has kept them down for so long. Mm. And I've just got a bit of the quote here, so... She said, there's not going to be a martyr forever. There's not going to be a Christiane. The women's game depends on you to survive. So think about that. Value it more. Cry in the beginning so you can smile in the end. Wow. That is some powerful shit. That's intense. That's some Gandalf shit. That's like, yeah, that's like movie levels of like empowering speeches. Yeah. Yeah. That's banging. So not only does Marta hold many, many records, many, many trophies, many, many achievements across her now two-decade career, that is still going on. That is crazy. She did it all whilst captivating the imagination of everyone who has watched her. We talk about Pele being the GOAT men's footballer, not just because of his, his achievements, but because he made the sport so much more entertaining and enticing to people all around the world. He brought the game to the forefront of the world's mind, and Marta is just as much of a spectacle to watch as she is someone you can rely on to just fucking grind it out and win games. She's done all of this whilst also being an icon for women's rights in her own country, and being an inspiration to anyone that through sheer determination and hard work, anyone can overcome the odds and achieve greatness. And even you, Mork, with your dyslexia, your severe dyslexia, <laughs> your inability to read the English language, your inability to read the room, uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's my thing. Wow. Amazing. Well, that is, just off your last point, that is what football is all about. That's what I mean. It's like, it is, what I love about it, it is one of the most inclusive sports in the world. Like, growing up, tell me another sport where you can look at a team of players and even at, like, seven years old, I knew what the Cameroon flag looked like. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, you don't, it's so inclusive. It doesn't matter where you're from, you can become a professional and be, like, revered and loved. doesn't matter your beginning. Like, you could be born in a refugee camp like Luka Modric and win the Ballon d'Or. You know, it's um, it's like the most inclusive sport in the world, and it's it's fucking amazing that Marta's got that far. But sad at the same time, like you said, that she hasn't actually been back. She's had to do that despite like mm. everything else. Like she hasn't actually been back the, the way the that powers she should. the powers that be are just horrifically backwards yeah. and sexist and just not yeah good. And I was just, just as you were talking, I did get up a little bit of a compilation of her so I could watch it at the same time. And she's fucking baller, mate. Oh, mate, she mate she's fucking hot fire. Like, she would she would play in any men's team. She's she's just as good. She's a fucking, she's got the skills, man. She has that, like, Brazilian, like, sambo kind of, like, da 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 Like, yeah, she plays yeah, with yeah. that, Jogger like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can hear the you can you can hear the like um, Mescanada, like that like really iconic song from all those adverts. Like she plays with that like samba like flair. I think like one of the Mm. things I think about like Marta puts out really well, and I think like women's football is such a it makes so clear is like 
I feel like, especially with the men's game, because everyone, any person who's good at men's football will go somewhere. Like, if they're good enough, they will get there. Like, those resources are available. Yeah. Like, if you have the, like, flair, right, yeah. you can make it. But I feel like what Marta makes really clear is actually there can only be so many people who have that flair. Like, she is the person on her team who has, like, that, like, unbelievable skill, like Messi or Ronaldo mm, or Pele. Yeah. But you still need people who maybe don't have the touch of, like, an actual god, but they could be really good if they just had the, like, the backing. The backing I, I don't know if that yeah. makes sense, but, like... Yeah, yeah. Like only there's only so many people in a generation by default who can be like god level good. Like you get the feeling that like Messi would have been Messi even if he'd never even, been... yeah, even in a men's game, yeah, like like yeah, like th- there's only a certain amount of generational footballers. Exactly. And like but some in the of men's those... game it's different because you can coach guys who are lesser skilled to be on that same level, but in the women's game, like you're saying, yeah, you they don't get that opportunity, do they? Exactly, and mm. I feel like, if anything, yep. this is such a weird analogy, but I'm just going to keep going. We can cut it if it doesn't work. Um, but like, I feel like that's like Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, is the epitome mm. of what can be done if you just train really hard. Like, There is no player like that available yeah. in women's football yet because they haven't been given the opportunity. Like, Ronaldo's very talented, but I wouldn't say he's the most naturally gifted footballer of his generation he's just no way, unbelievably yeah. dedicated to training and has had those facilities yeah, yeah. available to him whereas like i don't think there's a woman's equivalent of that yet because there has been no woman who's been able to put that much dedication into it because it's just not mm. you just can't if that makes sense yeah, i don't know yeah, exactly, i don't know if that yeah. makes sense but there's a lot more backing in other countries it's just like for example sweden have historically always had a good women's team america mm. because they've they've had that infrastructure in place they've been like yeah we will put money into girls young girls yeah. getting into football and growing their talents and maybe becoming professional later on it's just brazil and i think a lot of south america mm. uh, and a lot of countries that aren't you know european or like american or whatever mm they don't have that in place because they're just unfortunately incredibly bad. It's even still. worse really because it just shows it's not women that are the problem. Like it's not the players no. that are the no. problem. It no. is a problem with the infrastructure because you can make amazing teams if you just back these people. Like it yeah. makes it eat 10 times worse. The fact that America and England and all these other countries can do it and have really successful teams and Brazil can't. It's not because the players aren't good enough. It's because there isn't any back end infrastructure or anything else, is there? Even even like in England, because um, <clears throat> so I, I've read this in the, the uh, TIFO uh, how to watch football uh, 52 uh, lessons yeah. to understanding the beautiful game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> great book. The book I actually bought both of you for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that one as well. It's a great book. Oh, TIFO, yeah. please sponsor us. Send us free shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a chapter on there about women's football that um, so like just in England alone. During World War One, obviously, the men were all off fighting, so the women took the men's jobs. Essentially, they went into like mm. the factories, the munition factories, and in that time, they started forming football teams and like playing football. And it became mm. really big in England in like the 1920s uh, for women's football. And some of the biggest games in the history of English football have been for women's football games, like fifty, really? sixty thousand spectators to see like the FA Cup with like women play. And this was in the 1920s, but then Sucking I think out. it was in the I think it was somewhere in the 1930s where it the government banned. were like, it, they banned it essentially. They banned yeah. women's football, and it didn't. That ban didn't get appealed. I think until like 1970 or something like that. Yeah. So it just it they just stamped out, and it's just that's why like it's not nearly at the same level as the men's uh, side mm. of things because there just hasn't been that. They just like, snuffed place. it out when it was just yep. starting getting going. They just poured yep. water on the fire yeah, as it was much. just getting started, basically. Yep. Yep, pretty much. Twats. Absolute twats. Well, Vinny, I absolutely love that because I I don't know that much about women's football. I ha- I do know about Marta, though. That's someone that I have known about for a long time because I, I know growing up, she's one of the ones where it's like, this girl can fucking play. And you're like, yeah. what? And then you see it and you're like, oh my God, she's actually unreal. Um, yeah. so yeah that was really good to actually hear more about story because I didn't know that much about her so that was really cool but we have to move on to the middle bit and we have a quiz of course we have a quiz 
it's football's so quiz worthy you know what i mean it's there's so much knowledge to have about football it's a very quizzical you know sport. so much stuff yeah there's so yeah. much tactical analysis and everything else oh god i've i've oh, i'm excited right but we have a little bit of a twist on the quiz as always i'm going to ask you each a question and you're going to mm-hmm. give me the answer however one point if uh, sorry two points if you just want to give me the answer straight up because you know it one point if you go for the multiple choice answer, because I do have multiple choice answers for you. Have I started this like culture of one point multiple one choice sticks? I saw. I, I don't know where I, it started. I started it fucking like four episodes ago. And now everyone's <laughs> stealing my idea. <laughs> well, I've stolen your idea again. But actually, I came up with the quizzes initially. So if anything, you all stole my idea. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a collective. it's a collective. We're all, you know, we're all on the same team here. We actually all get ideas together, yeah. <laughs> now, Vinny, you went first last time, so it's mm-hmm. only fair that I give Seb an opportunity to go okay. first this time. Okay. So, Seb, your first question is as follows. Alex Scott is an Arsenal and England legend. Yes. Her final season was the 2017-18 season, but how many minutes did she play that year? Oh, fuck. It was a lot. I know she was one of those that's um, known for like playing every minute of every season quite consistently. The trouble is I don't know how many minutes are in a WSL season. Yeah, how many teams are actually in the WSL? Is it 12? I think it's 12. So if we say 12, 90 minutes-ish. Remember, you can go for multiple choice. Oh, there was 10. Sorry, I just will say there there was 10 teams in 17. Oh, that makes my life a lot easier. 10. So eight games, eight times ninety, is Vinny. <laughs> eight, eight games, eight times. Yeah, because yeah, you can't play yourself. Yeah, but eight. you play every team twice. So be nineteen games. Oh yeah. I saw. <laughs> no, be eighteen games. Sorry. Would it? Wouldn't it? I don't know. I, I can always work <laughs> it out when it's like twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, lads. <laughs> I'm going to say about how close do I have to be to get the points? Give me an answer and I'll decide. I'd say about 1,870 minutes. You didn't want to go multiple choice. You wanted to risk no, it for the I'm two No, I'm just point going out. for it. Well, you were wrong. The correct answer was 111. Oh, is that it? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Did you <laughs> She must have had an injury. I don't know. <laughs> I just looked up on <laughs> FB ref. <laughs> so, yeah. no points for Seb. Yeah, sorry. That was a bit of a tough one. That was a bit of a tough I'd one. I'd imagine it would either be really low or basically every single minute of yeah, the game. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing. I think that was her final season because she came back from America to England. I don't think she played very much in the last couple of seasons, uh... maybe. But anyway, that was, that was a tough one. Vinny, over to you. Mm-hmm. Who won the European Championship in 2022? Can I get a multiple choice, please? You can. Was it A, England, B, Japan, or C, the Moon FC? Are you taking the Can I piss? ask what the fuck the Moon FC is, please? <laughs> the Moon FC is the football team played that they, the moon, they come from the moon. Are you taking the piss? Do you want the question again? Who won the European Championship <laughs> in 2022? Who won the Euros? England, Japan, who are in Asia, or the moon? And I can't even believe Vinny had to go multiple choice for this. For fuck's sake. I thought you meant the fucking... Like, I thought you meant the Champions League, you tit. The Euros. The European Championship. Yeah, the Euros 2022 held in England. Who won it? Vinny asked for multiple choice, England, Japan, or did the you Moon give, FC. Did you nerf Vinny's questions? What kind of question is that? Well, <laughs> I have I have kind of made them... I've made yours slightly more difficult because I know you know a lot more about women's football. So I've kind of... We always do this. We always make them like tailored to what Who was true. Who won the, la- the last Euros? The, la- the first time England had won... Sorry, the first time the team that won had won a national competition <laughs> in 56 years. It was headline news... Listen, who listen, won for the moon? Give me more back chat like that, you'll get zero and points also, for the whole thing. The there. multiple choice was Japan or the moon. For fuck's sake. Right, Vinny, carry on. It's a tricky one. It's not a tricky one. It's a tricky one. one. Fuck off. I might have to I'm gonna have to put all my eggs in one basket. I'm gonna have to go for okay. you gotta you gotta back yourself. 
in times when you're in times mm. of uh, un, unease and conflict. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back the boys, the Moon lads. No, I'm gonna back England. <laughs> <laughs> you also said lads, which would have been wrong anyway. But um, England, you've decided to go for England. Well, you're right. One yes. point on the board. Like yes. like Seb said, very good working out, Seb. Japan, Asian, so they can't play in the Euros. And the Moon FC, Isn't it real. doesn't actually exist. So there you go. Right, <laughs> Seb. <laughs> Seb, over to you. So, following on from that question, which you'll be glad to know, it's about the Euros. During that incredible final, which Vinny so correctly guessed was England, and I actually wrote that down, because I'll back to you, Vinny. I thought you might get that one. Um... England beat the Germans in the final, but how many corners were there overall in that game? Oh, I've just got the joke. I've just got the joke. Is that Vinny gets really easy questions, I get really hard ones. I've just got it. Great. This isn't a joke. This is a good quiz. How many corners? Well, there was one, which we scored from. Um, That's great working out. 17. Oh, you are so close, Seb. See, this is why I asked you hard questions, because you, you, it was 15. That's so close, Seb. Not See, I tailored, the, I tailored the questions correctly. You also said like a thousand minutes and it was 111. So you were only like 10, like divided by 10 off. So really close. You got a lot, you got a lot to do in the last question, Seb. Right, Vinny, anyway, over to you. Question mm-hmm. number two for you, Vinny. Which football team in the English game has the most English titles? Um, I'm going to go with Arsenal. That is correct. It is Arsenal. Well yeah. done, Vinny. Wow, three points. Three points for a win. Brilliant, Vinny. <laughs> I'm fuming. Now, I'm absolutely Seb. fuming. <laughs> Seb, your last question. Yes. Are you ready? You can, you can win it all with a, with, a, with, a big, with a big win here. Beth Mead. Mm-hmm is a current world superstar yeah, and enjoyed her best domestic season last year, which also included a European triumph. But what was her per 90 XG, <laughs> per 90 XG for the 2021-2022 campaign? Remember, this is per 90, so average across yeah. the games. I think she scored about 22 goals last season domestically. Which across what we've decided to I mean, be this eight. is XG. Oh, XG, not not goals per ninety. This is expected. What was her per ninety expected goals? Oh, oh fucking Christ! I'm going to say point seven three. <sighs> close. Point two nine. Not close at all. Thank you. Right. So Seb. I've just I've tallied up the scores. Unfortunately, I think Vinny might edge You're this one, but we have to ask him his final question oh, anyway. Fuck. Vinny, <clears throat> 2019 held the last Women's World Cup, but which team went on to win the tournament and oh, become the outright winners of the most World Cups in the women's game? I'm going to go with the US ladies team. You sure you don't want multiple choice? I'll go for multiple choice just because it's my right. last question. The marble choice is Australia, the okay. USA, mm-hmm. or Papua New Guinea. Oh, for fuck's sake. See, Papua New Guinea, a bit of a dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so angry. I've just waited for this fucking quiz for my whole life, and I've just got the most... <laughs> I've literally been able to answer all of Vinny's questions before Michael's even finished asking them. And I've been asked the fucking Beth Mead's XG and how many minutes Alex Scott played in her final season. Oh, gosh. I thought you were a nerd like me, Seb. If you asked me those questions about Liverpool players, I'd probably get the right answer. Probably would. Right, anyway, Vinny. I'm going to go with... You uh, stick with your guns? B, yeah, the US ladies team. USA. Mm-hmm. You did say about Papua New Guinea being a dark horse. <laughs> Don't do this to me. 
But you are correct, it's yes! USA! Yes! So, to tally up that... Now, you, you did take an L there, because you did go for multiple choice, and mm. I thought you knew the answer. So, to tally up the scores, let me just... It's going to take me a minute. <laughs> right, so, Vinny, you've got... <laughs> so annoying. Oh, four points out of a possible six. Pretty mm. good return. Mm. Seb, out of a possible six, you... Scored a very admirable zero. <laughs> Seb, we always do this. We always tailor the quiz to the people's strengths. Like Vinny deliberately didn't give me the Gandalf quote in the in the mentor one. It, we always, always do this, <laughs> Seb. No. You're the you're the women's football expert. So I just tried to make them, you know, level the playing field, make it fair. Does this, le- does this legally mean that Seb's a sexist and that oh, I'm for, uh, for women's rights? Well, Seb did actually get zero on the w- on the women's football quiz. So there's some pretty easy questions on there as well. Come on, Seb. <laughs> yeah, off, come on, Seb. <laughs> <laughs> God's sake! Oh, that was brilliant. How yeah. can you not know? Beth Mees per 90xG for the 2021-2022 campaign. Of course it was 0.29. Cool, yeah. Of course it was 0.29. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, well done all. Well done all. Seb, can you redeem yourself? Let's find out. <laughs> okay, well. I'm going to start today with a quote. Now, this is from one of the great writers probably the goat writer william billy bob shakespeare who wrote in twelfth night be not afraid of greatness some are born great some achieve greatness and others have greatness thrust upon them and that is the story of the player i want to talk about today um because the player i'm talking about today has not scored over 100 career goals or was it 150 for marta it was a lot 112 uh, for Brazil alone. For Brazil alone? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. In, in fact... <laughs> in fact <laughs> Jesus Christ. In fact, she scored just 43 for her club and six for her country. However, for me, she is by far and away the most significant player of my lifetime and the only player, the only football player whose picture I have on my wall at work. But before I tell you how Pitney take on a journey... It's late July 2022, and there's a rumour swirling around the most football-crazy nation on earth. Have you heard? Football's coming home. After three years of fucking misery with COVID and the men's team falling at the last hurdle, the Lionesses have arrived at the Euros 2022 like gods that have fallen from Olympus itself. Senior players like Jill Scott, Ellen White and Lucy Bronze are bringing decades of experience to the game. And the manager, Serena Weigman, has come in. The Dutch 52-year-old comes in having never managed the losing team at an international tournament. Wow. Really? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's never, ever managed the losing team at an international tournament, ever. How many has she done? Obviously, England there. I can't remember who she managed before, but quite a few. Um, she's got a pretty ridiculous record. Goat manager. Goat manager. While young players who finally have the same sport as the men's team, bring an athlete, a level of athleticism and footballing ability that has never been seen before in the women's game. Players like Beth Mead, Alessia Russo, Georgia Stanway and Rachel Daly are running riot through the tournament. And the group is led by their youngest ever captain, 24-year-old Arsenal centre-back Leah Williamson. YouTube, Reddit and BBC Sport are plastered with videos of Georgia Stanway's 96-minute screamer to put England through to the semi-finals after a tight-knit contest with Spain. And then Alessia Russo scores a back-heel nutmeg as England batter Sweden 4-0 in the semis. Mm. And then it's the final. And who do we face? It's Germany. Of course it's Germany. Fucking Germany. And the mood of the nation starts to sway. It goes from football's coming (laughs) home to maybe it really is time for the women to take the place of the men and fall at the last hurdle to our long-time rivals. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the match itself is fucking agony. On the 31st of July, 2022, 87,000 people turn up at Wembley and the first half goes without a goal. England looked dominant, but Germany have come close. 
and maybe it really is the tale of the England. Mm. It feels like it's destiny for England to outplay the Germans only to concede a 90th minute winner and fuck it all down the drain. But then, what's this? Ella Toon makes a run in behind and dinks the keeper to make it 1-0 at 60 minutes. This isn't the script. England are 1-0 up and playing like Pep's Barcelona. That's not how England go. The nation's fuming. (laughs) (laughs) But then 20 minutes go by and Lena Magal, or Magdal, Magdal, I think it's Magdal or Magal, pokes home an equaliser while England are switched off at the back. And it seems like we never left the script. Nothing says England more like scoring first only to be beaten in extra time. Everything's fine with the world. Classic. Yeah. Then extra time comes and Serena Weigman makes what Wenny would call a Southgate move. As extra time rolls around, she subs off England's all-time record goalscorer, Ellen White, and replaces her with the relatively unknown Chloe Kelly. For fuck's sake, says the nation. This is like bringing on Rashford for penalties all over again. It's over. (laughs) But the nation had forgotten the words of the greatest writer of all time and big football fan Billy Shakespeare. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great. Some achieve greatness and others have greatness thrust upon them. I don't think football was around when Big Billy was. Yeah, no, it was. Was football around in Shakespeare's time? Yeah, he's a big Arsenal fan, mate. Um, Because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he loved it mate he loved it Emirates. he's a proper gooner Gunasaurus is his best mate that's actually how he lost fucking King was it King Richard he just had a piss up down the pub after a, after a 1-0 win over Spurs and lost it he fucking gave it to Tony Adams to read <laughs> <laughs> oh no right you said it was at the pub. <laughs> because Chloe Kelly, as Chloe Kelly ran onto the pitch, she had literally the weight of an entire nation on her shoulders. Everyone is looking at this 24-year-old they've never heard of with pink hairband and braces and thinking, who the fuck is this? We've absolutely fucked it. But had we? Well, after an agonising first half of extra time where I literally thought I was going to be sick, the second half rolls around and there's an England corner. And it's a well-known fact that England are the only nation on earth that clap for a corner. The odds of a goal... <laughs> they love it. it re- we really are. We're the only nation that does that. Yeah. Everyone else just yeah, is like, yeah, oh, great, a corner. Um, the odds of a goal are something absurdly low, like 3%. I think I think I watched the TIFO thing about it. I think it's 3%. Yeah, 3%. Yeah, 3%. And then 5% yeah. if you go short, I think. Yes, which yeah. is still ludicrously low. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Interesting fact about throw-ins, about corners. In fact, Arsene Wenger, when he would play classic Stoke, he would ask the Arsenal centre-backs to kick the ball out for a corner instead of a throwing because he was so afraid of R- Rory Delap's long yeet. Yeah. Mate, Rory Delap's throw-ins Even Wenger knew that, that the, the chance to score from a corner was so low. He was like, fuck it, give them as many corners as they want. Just don't let that rough skin <laughs> yeet one in the box. Rory Delap had, at one season in Stoke, had he had the most assists for Stoke and they were all from throw-ins. That's oh silly. When you got big Crouchy up front, you, know? you just wang it in. I remember someone talking about yeah, how exactly. he like he threw like freakishly well. Like he could backspin the ball so that he could throw it like straight rather than looping. Mm. And it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, He could throw better than he could kick, which is just ridiculous, really. Yeah, easy. Oh. The producers are telling us to stop talking about men's football on this women's football <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, lads, pack it in. Sorry. Give it a rest. Come on, lads. This, this Shut the, the fuck ladies. up about Rory Delap. Yeah, this <laughs> Anyway, where was I? England clap for corners. Uh, and 22-year-old yep. Lauren Hemp places the ball down, does the classic, pulls the socks up, and looks out into the mixer. And, um, and she launches the ball in, a hopeful cross into the box. And... Five foot ten brick shithouse Millie Bright gets ahead to it. She is fucking hench. She would snap you like Bane. But she scuffs it. But it lands at the feet of Nikita Paris. Striker extraordinaire. She pokes it forward. Misses. The ball takes a nasty bounce and rises into the path of Getsu with the weight of a nation 
greatness forced upon her, Chloe Kelly. And as the 24-year-old takes her time and watches the ball rising for an amazing half volley into the back of the net, the spirit of Harry Kane surges into her body and she totally misses it, swinging into air. The crowd groans. But wait, what's this? <laughs> the ball falls again. Kelly, this time, shakes off Harry and with her right foot just pokes it, toe pump, in towards the goal. It's in. The crowd goes wild. The shirt comes off <laughs> and Kelly runs towards the dugout while clearly shouting, fuck yeah. And, as I've now told by Reddit, by taking her shirt off and running around like a lunatic, she cemented herself as an icon of female empowerment. And yes, spoilers, England did go on to win the 2022 Euros. Fuck yeah. With the most egregious time-wasting I've ever seen in my life, which included Lucy yeah. Bronze doing actual round-the-worlds on the side of the pitch. Hilarious. But none of that mattered. England had won, thanks to, in my opinion, the greatest football player of all time, Chloe Kelly. Not because of her goal-scoring record, not because of her expected goals per 90, but because she bought me and the rest of our football-crazy nation the greatest football, the greatest sporting moment of my lifetime, and a moment I will literally never forget for the rest of my life. I believe that is what being a GOAT is all about. And I believe Chloe Kelly is the greatest football player of my lifetime. Done. You sure? You got seven minutes left. Nah, I just bashed it out, mate. Questions? <laughs> you, you sure? That's 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 the greatest footballer of all time, and <laughs> you have eight minutes to say everything. On <laughs> well, I just look, mate. I'm on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> fair play, fair enough. You finished fair in play. ten. You had five minutes to spare. No, that was a ver- that was a very good story. And also, if I'm being totally honest with you, I would have picked Marta, but you picked Marta, so I had to go for someone else. Yeah, I got her first. Sorry, mate. She is like she's like fucking the GSP of fucking women's football. She's incredible. So you gotta just... text the host quick. I know, well, I didn't. I was on holiday, in case you didn't realise, <laughs> up in the mountains. And also, there's a lot of pressure on this one because I'm the women's football guy, which doesn't make much sense. But anyway, yeah. and um, and then you picked the, by far and away, greatest footballer of all you time. Know, you, so didn't, I just, you didn't, what? You didn't do, didn't do too well on the quiz, did you? Yeah, well, fuck <laughs> off, you're not. That's the only thing, mate. <laughs> what do you mean that's... Like, well, like, you're such an expert, like... <laughs> Fucking twat. <laughs> well, like, I asked you all them <laughs> questions. I even said, like, you can have multiple choice and, like, you didn't even get a single one right. Like, How am I supposed to know, know I mean? fucking <laughs> Beth Mead's XG? Ask me Darwin Nunez XG now. Well, I don't know, but what? what? 0.68, thank you. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no. what's Callum Wilson's XG? I don't give a shit about Callum Wilson, but you like Beth Mead. I like, no, I like women's football. I like England. I like. I mean, I do like Arsenal. Look, I don't... What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't she's know. She's English and alone. she's Arsenal. Got him. <laughs> and you clap for corners. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, I like that, Seb. I like that a lot. I wrote three pages for that. I thought that was going to go on for ages and I just smashed it out. Three pages, really? Yeah. Anyway, Seb, has to, Seb has to write on like a really small notepad remember true yeah he just uses fucking sticky notes (laughs) (laughs) three pages of sticky notes he thought it was enough (laughs) um but no seb in all seriousness i really enjoyed that because if there's something that does cement certain goats in football it is small stories like that like you may never achieve anything great in your career again other than one moment that everyone's going to remember you forever and you can be fully cemented in the history books for those little moments. And that's why, like, football's amazing. Loads of people have a favourite player who's complete dog shit. Not that um, she is, but just because they did something crazy once. Like Rory Delap. He can wang a throw in. That's all he can do. Exactly. But people fucking love him. Today. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People love him. So those moments can define you, especially when you win a European championship for your nation, which, you know... Like you said, as England, 
descriptors that we always, always lose in the most horrible, heartbreaking way possible. Unless, talking about the men's game again, we sack fucking Gareth Southgate. Maybe we should get, um, what's her name, Serena Weigman in. Yeah, we actually probably, she honestly would be a much better manager. She's got much better international you know? experience. She's managed like yeah. three international teams and won several championships. Exactly. Like, what's Gareth Southgate ever done? He got sacked from Middlesbrough. <laughs> I saw a thing after the um, after the women's World Cup, after the women's Euros, where like some of the women's team had like got to meet Gareth Southgate, and it's like, what do you, what do you mean? You got, you, you got to meet Gareth. That's Southgate. not an honour. It's Gareth <laughs> Southgate gets to meet them. Yeah, he's fucking licking their boots. Yeah, he's a shit muncher. <laughs> they actually achieved something. They, exactly. Yeah. They actually achieved an international sporting feat. I like Gareth Sout. Anyway, whatever. Got to meet that Southgate. Is, yeah, got to meet right Southgate. <laughs> yeah, that is a got fucking joke. <laughs> I hope they all said no thanks. <laughs> what are you on like, about? And also, this is the same Gareth Southgate that got to that met all those migrant workers and said that they were all just happy to help football. It's like, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they are actually. I think they would quite like to get paid. Yeah, exactly, and not die. Yeah, oh, the Lord. same Gareth Southgate who's only famous for wearing a waistcoat and picking Harry Maguire every other week. Where's Ben White? Am I right, Vinny? Well, he fell out with yeah. Steve Holland, didn't he? <laughs> oh bullshit! Anyway, Ben White doesn't even like uh, football anyway, so he probably doesn't care that much about not being picked. Oh, yeah, Does true. he not like football? <laughs> true. <laughs> no, it's just a He's job. He's one of them who's just like, oh, I'm just good at it, mate. He's like, just good at it. It's paid, a job. It? Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about football. Like, he really That's has zero weird. interest in it. He doesn't watch it at all in his own time. He does not care about it at all. Yeah, Mate, you'd be so surprised how many professional footballers hold that opinion. Also, um, who's that tennis player? Nick Kyrgios. He doesn't like tennis. He prefers basketball. He's just not very good at basketball and is quite good at tennis. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> That's like kind of tragic. <laughs> it is quite <laughs> some tragic. tragedy to that. <laughs> So I need to choose between Chloe Kelly, who delivered for the nation of England, the most football pessimistic nation on the planet, by scoring one goal, and Marta, who's played for over 20 years and scored how many goals in total, Vinny? Uh, it was like 280 for club and 112 for country. Yeah, but what has she won? Just what has she won? 300. What have you won? Goals. What have you won? 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 Quite a lot, actually. Quite a lot, actually. We can't bring him into this. What have you won? Now, listen. Marta reminds me a lot... Of yourself. ...of Messi, in some ways. Because she has that raw ability and has broken every single record... But there'll be people out there probably that dispute her greatness because they say, well, she's not won the World Cup. And I was one. Of, and it's the same thing people have said about Messi up until this year. But as you both will know from my probably horrifying Messi rants, you don't necessarily need to win the World Cup to be the greatest player of all time. And I think probably Marta channels that energy as well. Just from looking at her compilation then, and did that that didn't sound weird, did it? <laughs> no. Now that you okay. said that, it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Just from looking at her highlights, then she has the skills to pay the bill. She's got jogger Benita vibes, and I think the the other thing that probably goes with her, like for her, is the fact that she's been peddling this promoting women's football in Brazil, despite all of the challenges that she faces. I think massive credit to Chloe Kelly for delivering for England. She will go down as an English goat and god of football for that reason. But is she better than Marta as yeah. a player? And I always take football objectively. <laughs> you know me, I always take football objectively. Unfortunately, I think the answer is probably not. So, Marta is the greatest women's football player of all time. But credit to Chloe Kelly. She's going to be an England god forever just for scoring one goal in a, in a game. It's amazing how it can, that can happen for you in football, isn't it? 
yeah, one goal ridiculous. can cement your place in history books forever. It's great. It's like that whole thing where um, I forget who scored the winning penalty for Argentina, um, but them scoring that penalty in that penalty shootout, who isn't Messi, cements Messi as the goat in yeah. Messi's eyes. Yeah. It's like it's completely out of Messi's control at that point. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with He's it. He's done yeah. everything he can. He's done his bit. Yeah. yeah. It also, yeah, and again, with, with Marta Messi, it didn't matter whether Messi had never won the World Cup. He's just the greatest of all time. It's simple. It doesn't matter about not winning the World Cup because you might not have the nation behind you. You know, what can Messi do? He can only be the go, and Higuain can only miss every single chance ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, well done. Well done, Marta. You're... Do we still send out goat trophies? Yeah, she could add it to the trophy cabinet. <laughs> yeah, she can have that. That can be there. You go. The Cause, That's um, how it works. Yeah, because Billy Shears got one, didn't they? So. He did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's only fair that we send one to Marta. We sent one to Billy Shears and one to Marta now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Gandalf got one. <laughs> OJ Simpson get one as well in prison. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, he'll probably sell it and then try and nick it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but that's it. That was a good, fucking great episode. I I learnt more on this episode than probably all of them put together. <laughs> yeah, it was really interesting to um uh, uh delve into the corruption and misogyny that is Brazilian women's football. Mm. Yeah, definitely. the bastards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think on a final note, I think I think we have to be a little bit disappointed with Seb's performance if we're going to Sky Sports analysis it, Vinny. Like. <laughs> You didn't get any points in the quiz. I, you know, just, I Vinny... just don't think he wanted it as much as I did. For fuck's sake. No, nah, he didn't want it as much. <laughs> I just think the attitude in that dressing room is just all wrong. You know, I'm on you can holiday. have all the ability in the world, but you've got to have the right <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I've been up in the fucking mountains. I haven't had Wi Fi. I've only got Wi Fi this morning. <laughs> you know. And the players can come out on Twitter and make their excuses and everything else, but at the end of the day, they've got to put the performance in on the pitch. The heads dropped, and they lost the game like that, but there well, we go. I'll come back next next week, come back stronger next week. I'll um, I'll get my head down in training. I know it's not what the gaffer asked for. Game with two halves. Should have listened more to what the gaffer was saying um, rather than just playing my own game. But shout out to the lads. You know, they really kept their energy up and at the end of the day, I, I missed the penalty, so that was on me. <laughs> well done. Well, yeah, good luck next time, mate. Talking about next time, what is next time? Uh, we haven't got anything down uh, at the moment. We could do... Greatest American. Myth. Greatest American? <laughs> well, it's Donald Greatest Trump, American. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, he encapsulates America. Osama Bin Laden's body double. <laughs> Greatest Arsenal supporter, fucking Osama Bin Laden or Piers Morgan. <laughs> Hang on, what? Was Osama Bin Laden an Arsenal supporter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> was he, yeah. Oh, no. Was. Yeah. was. Yeah. He actually, he actually, you know, like when kids die in a car crash and they give them like a football-themed coffin, they actually gave Osama Bin Laden an Arsenal-themed <laughs> coffin and they pushed him in the sea. <laughs> a fucking Arsenal crest draped upon his coffin. <laughs> oh my god. That oh would be god. a bad look for Arsenal. Oh my god. <laughs> I nearly spat that out then, Zeb, you bastard. <laughs> oh god. Oh. We uh, have to we have to cut that joke. That's a dead kid, dead terrorist football joke all wrapped into one step. That was your finest work, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You've redeemed yourself for that step. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. we'll, we'll come up with something. <laughs> and we came up with Goat Artist. That's artist like a painter or a drawer, not like a musician. So, yeah, be excited. Uh, or not. Do whatever. Uh. Well, if you like this week's episode, go and check the back catalogue because there's many more bangers down there. At least, like, five of them are worth listening to. So listen to all of them and find out which ones they are. And once you've listened to the back catalogue, if you want to listen to next week's episode, make sure you subscribe to us on your podcast listener of choice, and then you won't miss it. Um, Other than that, like I said, disappointing in Seb's performance. Vinny, well done. Three points for you. Um, That's it. Love you, bye. Listen next week. Love you, bye.
Love you, bye. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.